go. Welcome back, my friends, to the Flicks of the Week. I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. How you doing? Good. We're not supposed to introduce ourselves. <laughs> All right. This week I'm talking about my flick, which is going to be Mom and Dad. Jean-Claude Van Damme's Double Team. God damn you. <laughs> Some things should just never be brought back, and you just, you're doing it. God damn you. All right. So there we go. There's our flicks. Good night. Take it away. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis. Dennis Rodman. Shut up, Joe. All right. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, my first one is, of course, Mom and Dad, which is about a teenage girl and her little brother who try to survive a wild 24 hours during which a mass hysteria of unknown origins causes their parents and many others to turn violently into their, <laughs> violently on their own children. Oh my god, I am so Ron Burgundy. It's not even fucking so funny. Hey, uh, can I go to a movie with Riley tonight? With Riley? Your grandparents are coming for dinner tonight, remember? Awesome. Grandpa telling his disgusting Vietnam stories. Take my advice, don't ever have kids. Everything just revolves around you, doesn't it? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> What is the rush today? It's like you're waiting for a buffet. What's going on? Is that McKenna's mom? Multiple reports are now coming in of parents murdering their own children. Listen to me. We have to get out of the house before mom and dad come home. trailer didn't give away the twist the funny twist at the end okay because there's another trailer that does which pisses me off because the, the surprise at the end would have been funnier um if you do see this movie before anything else you this movie's worth seeing just for nicholas cage's over-the-top performance more than anything else it's when you look at all those memes of those crazy faces he's made over the years and people turn it into something about people's mental <laughs> instabilities. Memes. Yeah. Um, this movie epitomizes that with his performances. And it, it, he just ham- I mean, he just eats up the scenery with every time he's on the movie. I, but I don't think his character is in... Um, God, if, he, if his character's even in a quarter of the entire film... Well, I think he's in about a quarter of the entire film. There we go. Other than that, though, it's focused on the two kids, all right? (laughs) 
So yeah, the two kids, uh, Carly and Josh. Um, this movie is directed by uh, Brian Taylor, who directed all of Happy, the show you love mm-hmm. on Sci-Fi. Um, he also directed uh, both Crank movies, uh, Gamer with uh, Gerard Depardieu, no, I mean Gerard Butler, and Ghost Rider: uh, Spirit of Vengeance. So no accounting for taste, but there you go. There's your Nicolas Cage connection, right? So. Um, you can already tell that this this is like a crank style, you know, the, the the fucking crazy camera, you know, tweaked out, over the top, just crazy action movie, right? That's what this movie is. It's you know, so now you know, crank guy does a zombie movie without zombies eating people, more like just killing. It's like the crazies. There you go. It's like Parents meets the crazies, in a way. So, uh, dude, I there's not the movie's just. I mean, the whole fucking movie's given away in the trailer, pretty much is. Is that you know you just deal with these kids and and they're all of a sudden their parents flip on them and what's the funny part is is that it's like a it's like a commentary on you know um, what you feel inside as a parent like the anger and rage like you you love this per- you love this this thing that you've created and you know you would do anything you would die for your child right and, but then on the other end is that when they piss you off. You could think the complete opposite. Like, I'd like to just fucking throw you in the oven, you know, you little shit. So it's it, the movie like, is like the extreme exaggeration of that, right? Where people actually act on their thoughts at times. Or am I the only one that's had that thought? No. Okay. <laughs> You're crazy, Joe. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, it seems like it also ties into, like, the rage. Like, cause there's a scene where um, Nicolas Cage's character, it does, like, a flashback where he decides to just build a pool uh, table inside of uh, the basement his wife comes in does the disapproving thing like well why didn't you know you talk to me about this it's a big decision because it's expensive as hell right and you know he just gets all pissed off and you know he's all you know i used to get a lot of tang back in high school and and it's funny it's like a like a lost childhood kind of thing or like a lost youth thing right so like this he has this pent-up rage because of it so, yeah, anyway, this movie's like, like I said, it's a commentary over-exaggerated on purpose, which is funny because that's also going to, like, because of the symbolism of it, I'm going to use that in my next week, uh, Flick of the Week as well. So, for another <laughs> film that kind of uh, is comparable in a certain way. So, um, yeah, I, dude, I, I, what, Selma Blair, she's like the main character of the movie for, besides the kids, where, you know, she's the mom, and for like half the movie, she's okay. She, and then all of a sudden, like, because she sees the crazy, like, all the crazy shit going on around her, including her sister, where she goes to help her sister deliver her baby and in, in the labor room. And all of a sudden, the mother tries to kill the baby after she has gives birth to it, right? She's like, what the fuck? But then she gets near her kids, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> there's, like, this uh, staticky thing. <coughs> it's like the staticky sound comes over the radio waves or something, and it just triggers them. And all of a sudden, when she hears her kids' voices, it, she, she just becomes homicidal. Or what do you call it? Uh, uh, infanticidal? Homicidal's fine. Yeah. So she becomes, yeah, um, homicidal. And then they just, her and her husband, both, you know, Nicolas Cage, are just completely, their mind is set on killing their kids. Like, matter of factly. Like, there's no, like, uh, I don't know. It's just funny just to watch it, how it's just over the top. I don't want to give away too much of it, but. It's funny. It's done. You know, it's dark humor and it's a little gory. And uh, you know, the uh, the grandparents scene at the end of the movie is pretty damn funny too. So, with uh, Lance Her- Henriksen who plays uh, the grandpa. Oh, it's got Grant Morrison in it. There we go. You don't know who Grant Morrison is. 
I, I probably do. I just don't remember. Uh, what he's I a see. comic book writer. He also wrote. He's the co-creator of Happy. Um, well, that fits even more, doesn't it? Oh, of course. Hold on. Yeah. So uh, Grant Morrison. Um, he uh, he co-wrote Happy with. Uh, which is a with, very, what's a good show? It's yeah, a good show. I I enjoyed it. It's but it's based on a comic that he wrote. Yeah, so. not for everybody, but you know, cause it's kind of trashy. But it's fun. It's funny. Yeah, uh, but Keem Woodbine is in it. Cool. I don't think I saw him yet in there. Oh, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does a cameo. Yeah. So, so I yeah. saw this trailer, and I think we watched it here. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, like yeah, it was last year, and um, uh, well, it premiered. Last year, September 9th, at the Toronto Film Festival, and it was released just a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, but it didn't even it didn't even last that long in theaters. No, it was a limited engagement, I believe. So it, um, yeah, it's uh, but it's getting critical praise. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's got a was it seventy three percent approval rating, um, and uh, I pretty much see good you know good things mentioned about. It. So other, you know, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not one of the only people that saw it and thought, you know, this isn't bad. It's actually worth seeing. You know, I, you know, there's plenty of people that thought so as well. So it's not. Yeah, a sh- I mean, it, it, this, it says the box office was 169,209, but it's, I would assume because it was only probably on a couple screens or something. Yeah, you know, if 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 it had given it been given a chance. Yeah, I think uh, it was probably in that limited run just so that it can qualify for certain things by being in a theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, mom and dad is on Hulu uh, for free to watch. So yeah, so Hulu bought the rights, which is owned by Fox. <laughs> Segway <laughs> on our flicks of the week. Segway. Yeah. So big, big story been going around for the past couple of days, which is Comcast is trying to break in on usurp? the Fox. They're trying to usurp. Yeah, break in on the Fox Disney merger I thing. Usurp, usurp. We all usurp and. And every every media outlet is reporting this as, you know, they're going to offer $62 billion in cash, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What they're not telling everybody is this. Comcast tried to do this last November. Joe and I talked about this last night. Mm. Comcast tried to do this last November with $32 billion cash and a stock swap. Yeah. Now, 20th Century Fox's stock is at $33, give or take. Uh-huh. We'll just call it 33 Comcast is at thirty. They just lost three dollars a share. Yeah. If they do a stock swap, Disney's is at a hundred dollars a share. Okay. Yeah. Disney is off. Before Comcast tried to break in the first time, Disney offered fifty-two billion dollars for Fox assets plus stock swap, which means that the Fox stock will change from thirty dollars a share to a hundred dollars a share. Okay, for all intents and purposes, that's what a stock swap means. And just to double check on that, a stock swap occurs when shareholders' ownership of the target company shares are exchanged for shares of the acquiring company as part of the merger. Okay, so now that we're all on the same page, mm-hmm. it's more like a stock blend. No, it's a stock swap. There's no blend. Your shares are now worth a hundred dollars a share, not not a mixture between thirty and a hundred, which is Whatever that is. Okay, so you're saying that Fox would have to depreciate their value if they took the Comcast deal. Correct. They're, if they took the stock swap with yeah. Comcast, their shares would be worth $30. But if they, they do the deal with Disney, even though it's for $8 billion less, 
They, it's it, not eight billion dollars less than the offer from Comcast. Okay, it's sixty to fifty-two billion. Okay, I'm almost done, man. My sentence is almost done. <sighs> if okay, but if they take the Disney deal, their value goes up. Well, and then Disney owns them, of course. So, but anyway, their Fox division of Disney would would their their value would go up because they're because of the stock stock swap, right? Right. That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. Comcast to go down, Disney to go up. So there you go. Right. So the $52 billion in cash doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying what was reported, okay? I understand that. So I'm, I'm fixing, I'm so fixing it, what you're saying. I know, but it, so it doesn't even matter, though, that on, on paper where it just says right there that, that, Fox is, or that uh, Comcast is offering $8 billion more, that doesn't mean shit. I'm on your side with this. I'm just trying to make, break it down and make it more, more understandable. I thought I made it pretty understandable, but okay. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Well, I'm a layman, and there's plenty of laymans. Yeah, I made it pretty clear. The stock swap is yeah. Fox would be worth a hundred dollars a share. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. I, I, so I, add fifty-two billion dollars mm-hmm. plus a hundred dollars a share for all the shares that are out there. I don't feel like doing. That. <laughs> I don't want to do. It. It's it's too much math. It's, just, they, yeah, the, it's uh it's worth way more money, way more. Now, okay, now go ahead. What if what if they're the re- one of the reasons why? And I'm, this is just a hypo, but. What if Comcast is doing this because there's something that they know that they have as an upper hand? Like they, what? I don't know, but they, there's something they can use to, to acquire the company Why? instead of Disney. Well, I, I don't understand. You need to spell shit out instead of this fucking cryptic, what if they know this stuff? What do you mean? What if they're doing this because even though it, it sounds like a stupid fucking deal, okay? It's a dumb offer. So... But they're still making it anyway. Like, what if they know something that they, they that they can use? Because like of, what? Am I a fucking part of a billion dollar company? I don't fucking know. I'm saying like, I'm not asking you if you have insider knowledge. I'm asking you like what? Uh, I mean, throwing something out there like what if they know something? Like, give me an example. I don't mean like conspiracy wise type shit. I don't mean like blackmail. I, I mean like what if there's just a way they know how to make this deal happen better than than Disney does? What no, if, they don't. You know, like a, I don't. They already own NBC Universal. Do the math on that one, right? Mm-hmm. Look at look at NBC, and look at all the shows that are on NBC. Yeah. Okay, and whatever else NBC owns. Compare that to all the shows that are on ABC. Compare that to all the shows that are on Fox. Okay. The only reason why they would buy Fox is they think that they can get the Marvel properties. But here's the problem with that. Fox sells to Comcast. Guess where the rights revert back to? Disney. So Comcast doesn't get the Marvel rights anyways. Mm-hmm. So that's not the point. Uh, the point is is that in November they tried to do this, and Murdoch had said, I'm not interested in a cash swap. I don't want cash. Yeah. I want a stock swap so that I don't have to fucking pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, lo- that, that's really clear. Loophole. <laughs> that was that was in one of the press conferences. He said that, and the Disney deal goes through. Well, the Disney and and he sticks with Disney. Now, did you remember that, or did you just read it, read it again? Or? I just read it, but oh. I remembered it. Like a sponge, man. And sponge, Mike. And gay pants. Will you shut the fuck up? So Comcast comes back and says, "Well." We want, the, and nothing's been done. Yeah. They want to do this. Mm-hmm. They're talking to banks, they're doing this, and they're doing that. So the, the whole news story is, is 
a red herring. It means nothing. Yeah. Okay? Because what's really going on is this. Fox and Disney have, have made a deal. Okay? And they're working on that deal. But the neck, the, the, the deal that's happening right now yeah. that has to be done within a month, I mean, literally, if regulators don't do anything, the deal goes through. And that deal is for Time Warner, Time Warner, AT and T. Okay, and Comcast is watching that one. If AT and T Time Warner deal goes through, they're gonna try to swoop in to take Fox away from Disney. Other than that, they're trying to take Time Warner from AT and T. I can give a shit less who owns what, but here, here's here's just the fact of the matter. That report about Comcast going after Fox is based on reports that Comcast tried to get Fox yeah. last year, and Murdoch said, go fuck yourself. Disney's going to use Fox as their touchstone pictures. It was reported that Comcast was eyeing a brand new cash bid in an attempt to acquire 21st Century Fox for $60 billion, topping Walt Disney Company's announced $52.4 billion deal. But despite Comcast's larger bid, Bob Iger is still confident... Bob Iger. Really? What was your phone? Oh, you got pop-ups, don't you? Fucking cunts. <laughs> Kunt, you stupid cunt. This is from Heroic Hollywood, who I'm kind of getting tired of his bullshit fucking articles. Iger responded Comcast's new cash bid. Basically, he said, uh, We made a good deal, actually, a deal that shareholders reacted quite favorably to, and we're going to remain confident in our ability to close. According to CNBC, Comcast's bid will go forward if the United States government approves AT&T's acquisition of Time Warner. However, if the government does not approve, then Comcast has no intention of placing a bid. If the merger between Disney and Fox goes through, the former will absorb much of the latter's latter's entertainment companies, including 20th Century Fox Film and Television Studios. Iger has also extended his contract through the end of 2021 to oversee the integration, and rumors are he's going to run for president. Conspiracy theory. (laughs) <laughs> what if Comcast already knows that they're not going to get the deal, but they're doing it to slow shit down for some reason? They can't. It's already in process. So another offer coming in doesn't slow things down no. at all? Okay. I, see, you're here to educate, man. Well, it's just I, common I'm sense. asking the... No, it's not, because I asked it, so... Yeah, it is. I have fair common sense, but I don't know everything. No, it doesn't It doesn't slow anything down. They They make a bid, and they just say yes or no. Fuck off. That's it. Okay, I don't know. If they say yes, then fucking, the whole fucking deal's off. I don't know if operating departments have to get together and swap information and shit. I don't know. Operating departments don't have to do shit. I don't know. That's why I ask. The head of one company goes to the head of the other and says, I'll give you $60 billion. Yes or no? And they say yes or no. Okay. It doesn't slow anything down. I mean, would you prefer to have someone that just says yes, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh, or actually ask questions to show that they're involved well, and I, want to know in shit? S- in some cases... I don't know. It depends on the question, I guess. Kind of like the, so end every statement with, <laughs> would you like to know more? <laughs> would you like to know more? Um, I'm doing my part. <laughs> what it comes down to is um, it doesn't matter because Marvel Marvel wins out anyways. Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, ABC, ESPN wins out anyways because what's, this is what's going to end up happening. Let's say the Fox deal doesn't go through. Mm-hmm. Marvel gets the rights back to their characters. Doesn't matter. Unless Fox decides not to sell it to anybody and just stay their own entity. Correct. Yeah. Which, that's not going to happen. They Mur- Murdoch wants to sell. Yeah. So it's going to one or the other company. M- most likely it's going to Disney. 
They have a better deal. It's it's a it's a better long term deal, and that's exactly what Murdoch said. I make more money. Well, yeah, especially I mean on the X Men rights alone. So, you know what I mean? I, so I mean that makes sense. Well, what do you mean the X Men rights? Well, what I'm saying is that if he doesn't make a deal with Disney, but he still wants to sell, he loses all that right if he sells to another company, right? Because the he won't be able to use that as a selling thing, so his company wouldn't be worth as much. You understand? Because no, the company's worth the same regardless. Because if they don't have, I'll, it's I'll, worth thirty dollars a share, okay. or thirty three dollars a share. Uh, properties and yada 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 are just part of the deal. Not having X Men doesn't devalue the stock. But I mean, you know, if, you, if, some, if something's yeah, whatever. All right, what's your flick of the week? This this isn't this isn't buying a house. It's not like adding an extra room onto a house to. Or a deck, or a pool, or anything else. It's not an add-on. It doesn't increase the value or decrease the value. You know what I'm saying? That sucks. I mean, it's like if I bought if I bought a house, right? And the house has this fucking pool, and it's made it all nice and stuff. But then when I get, take delivery of the house, I don't get the pool with it. No, that sucks. That's not. I want my X Men in my fucking pool. That's not how it works. I paid for my X Men in my pool. That's not how it works. That's the, the, the value for a company does not go down because you lose the rights to assets. That That's fucked up. I, in my views, with my eyes wide fucking open, I'd, buy, I'd pay for less. No, you're paying for more, actually. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it. You need to look into the Disney-Fox-Comcast deal and see what they're getting. Because it's not just Fox. Okay, that's it's fine. It's Hulu. It's Sky TV. It's a whole bunch of shit. That's the value of the corporation. I know. It's more than just one thing. The, the fucking Marvel entity stuff doesn't... That means dick. It does, I, it does not not mean dick, okay? It is important. The movies make, you know... It's not. A lot of money. It, they're, they're not. In, in, the, in, the, in the whole scheme of things, the, the, Marvel, the Marvel brand... Because they still have to pay Marvel for all this shit. The Marvel brand... Miniature. It is minor opposed to everything that Fox owns. Everything. Okay. That's what I mean. Right. The The $100 million a year or the $500 million a year that, that, that those properties bring in when they're making the movies. Yeah, you're saying it's minuscule. I get it. Yeah, it All doesn't right. mean nothing. So what do we got? <laughs> so, double team. Oh, God damn it. Oh, fuck. How could you not remember I, that? How could I, holy shit. See, I, I was able to push it out again. With my lively banter, and then you fucking just hit the hammer right on the head right again. Thank you, thank you for bringing bringing double team back. I didn't. You double. I didn't me. bring it back. You fucking. I, we were gonna me. fucking talk about you it. Double team me with your review. No, I didn't. <laughs> your flick of the week. <laughs> He's the nation's top counter terrorist. Delta one, you're good to go. But on his final mission, negative. It's not him. He missed the target. Now, there's only one man who can put him back in one the game. Man. Whoa, I bet that hurt. That hurt. I need merchandise, the best. Sorry, I'm closer tonight. You're up and now. A world-class arms dealer. Did you open that? Yeah. With a flair for destruction. I don't know, man. I look at you, I see nothing but trouble. What the hell? 
I kind of like Trouble. Their styles are different, very different. Offense gets the glory. But defense wins the game. But against an international conspiracy. I need a partner. I'm the man, baby. They'll be at each other's side. And in each other's face. It's me. Jack's coming. Take care of business. They have no idea what they're up against. Now that makes it personal, mister. Can you fly a plane? Like a bird. Does your hair change color when you sweat? <laughs> Airball. You need practice, man. But I'll never miss twice, brother. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> this spring, they don't play by the rules. Sorry. Double team. Who does your hair? Siegfried or Roy? No hair jokes today, okay? How did I ever think 20 years ago when I saw the trailer for this? Yeah, it looks watchable. Because. <laughs> oh, a different time. Just different time. Different different mentality. I Damn. International action superstar Jean-Claude Van Damme joins forces with NBA champion media sensation Dennis Rodman and friend of Kim Jong-un in his detonating action-packed thriller. Top counter-terrorist Jack Quinn is ready to get out of the spy game until the evil Stavros, played by Mickey Rourke, kidnaps his wife and unborn son. Retirement will have to wait. Now with big caliber help from the deadly one-man arsenal, Yaz, played by Dennis Rodman, Quinn is kicking down all the doors to rescue his family from the vengeance of his old nemesis. I only wanted to talk about one scene in particular. And that one scene in particular is... Double team Van Dam um, training. That's it. That's the training scene. Here we go. The double team training montage. And I'm gonna play it. Yeah. I'm gonna talk over, <laughs> talk over it because this is so fucking stupid. And like he's 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 with a cane. Okay, I dropped the cane. I can't do it. Dropping the cane. See, and then he starts to practice because, you know, he has to limber up or whatever he's doing. You know, and look, John Claude Van Damme is an amazing athlete, but these fucking movies are so bad. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You can barely walk, and now you're doing fucking. Now he's Yoda. Yeah, you're fucking. <laughs> Doing yoga splits and and uh, what do you call it? Um, gym routines, full on fucking Olympic gym routines. Rocky uh, shit. He's doing Rocky shit. It's not. Yeah, but he's I mean, doing it's Rocky just, Four shit. He's fucking full on gym routine, man. Yeah, he's doing Rocky Four training. It's more than Rocky Four training. Oh yeah, he's using his cigarette to figure out how long he can hold his breath for. I mean, come on. So, like, this movie was on, and I turned it on, and I recorded it, but it only recorded, like, the last 
50 minutes. That's still too much. But it's this part that it starts recording on, okay. right? So, you know, now now he's he's building a uh, a weightlifting set and I, he has he has a pail full of ro- rocks, you know, and fine. But now and it, what the fuck is happening? He's doing leg lifts. See? And now he's kicking. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with this because all it is is him, like, like his face, and you just hear him breathing hard yeah. and kicking a pail of rocks. Yeah, he might as well be getting the blowing. And now he's lifting a... <laughs> like, this whole montage thing Deadlift. is going to make him stronger. Deadlift. Yeah, he's deadlifting a fucking bathtub. With his, he's doing squats. When he makes the grunty face, he looks like that actor that killed Brandon Lane. He looks like he's fucking the bathtub. The guy from The Crow. Yeah, that killed, that killed him. Yeah, he looks just fucking like when he grunts. Yeah, and then, and now he's underwater. And and the montage is almost over. Maybe you could hold your breath longer if you didn't have a cigarette in the room. He's underwater. It doesn't. Make any difference? Because he comes, you know, when he comes up from here, when he's breathing beforehand. And that's when the director goes, "Okay, wake up." <laughs> I can hold my breath for almost five minutes. I'm pretty sure that that thing would be like that. Well, they they're made to go out now, but um, don't they? There's some kind of chemical in them now that make them go out, so they don't you don't burn down your house. Now there is, yeah. Not 20 years That's ago. That's got to be healthy. Um, so um, they got a... I'm pretty sure that if you had, though, if you had a cigarette like that, it would take longer than that to burn. Uh, depends on how, how much air is in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. This movie is fucking dreadful. I, I rented it when it came out on videotape. And um, I can't say enough bad shit about it. Yeah. I, it's just... It was so awful that I had it on. I literally had it on the background and forgot it was on. Yeah, I, I, and then I looked up and the credits were rolling. Every single scene that Dennis Rodman has dialogue, you can tell how bad of an actor he is. You can just hear it in his his delivery. It's bad. It's really. Bad. Oh yeah, it's it's fucking. And then Mickey Rourke in his down is in his purgatory years, <laughs> where he had shitty roles, right? Yeah. He plays a guy named Stavros. Was his first name Dimitri? Probably. Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> that is funny. I hate it. Pop up fuckers. Uh, who cares about Shailene Woodley? She's cute, but I don't care for most of the things she's in. I don't find her cute. Uh, she was good in um. She was good in uh, so uh, many places. Really, Big Little Lies on HBO. The Rocky Fortray montage. Yeah, filmed is in it? Wyoming yeah. <laughs> or Montana or whatever. <laughs> Filmed where they shot uh, uh, Not Django The other one Oh, Hateful? Yes They did a great version of this in um, You're going to say Family Guy? Yeah, Family Guy Star Wars (laughs) Empire Strikes Back I must wear leotard.
I lift the horse. No, I throw the horse. <laughs> I call that horsepower. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. The saw horse. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cut above the rest. Rocky. Ha! That was good, that was good. I like just the weird looks. It is like the camera's pointed on uh, some of the faces as he's... he's I can run better than you. As, you know, Drago is uh, uh, working out like that right there. You know, this is, Rocky Four is not a overall great movie because it's really short. But it's still fucking entertaining as hell. I still love it. I I didn't find it entertaining. I love Rocky. I love Rocky Three though. Rocky Three, yeah, yeah. Rocky Three is definitely is a great movie. Oh, don't leave me, Mickey. <laughs> I don't remember the tree falling down thing, <laughs> but okay. I run in snow. <laughs> so, you know, you have to you have to have Russia versus America to yeah. prove who's better. Yeah, yeah, keep doing the propaganda shit. Yeah. Keep the war cold like ice. What the fuck are we watching now? Oh, that's when he's got the beard, dude. Oh. Do you know how fucking difficult that is? Uh, now he's doing the Clubber Lang workout. Technology versus not technology. This makes me feel like such a fucking turd. Like, I, like, I hate walking up my stairs to my apartment. And this fucking guy is doing sit-ups from the from all, all the way towards the ceiling, from hanging by his feet. His heart's on fire. They just showed that scene. They just <laughs> showed that guy punching. I like to rock it. have to nod their heads that's fucking awful that that exercise where you're just basically doing a reverse sit up where you have your legs in the air yeah and then you're just barely coming down then he breaks the machine He hits, he destroys. Yeah, twenty-one fifty in in, in in metric. Steroids. Yeah. You, you owe me two and a half million dollars for this future outdated machine. 
that you just destroyed with your fucking fist. Yeah. Your steroidal fists of fury. <coughs> All right. That's enough. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just the, uh, the double team is just awful. And all I wanted to do was really just take one scene from that movie and talk about it because doing an entire review of that movie is just useless. Yeah. It's the montage scene, which basically is the culmination of the entire movie yeah. and how awful it really is that <laughs> he can't walk because of whatever reason he got injured. And then all of a sudden he's doing gymna- full-on fucking Olympic gymnastic routines. Jim Cotta? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, Jim Cotta. That, it's yeah. like, Jim Cotta. Oh, there was a Family Guy Jim Cotta. Have you seen that one? I don't Family Guy fucking Jim Cotta. Oh, there's a pommel horse. I can do karate with the pommel horse. Did I ever watch Jim Cotta, or did I just go off of your review of that? I think, I think I you went off my review. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 90 seconds. Return, you must teach me Jim Cotta. The fusion of gymnastics and karate. No, Stewie. I won't do that. It's too dangerous. I swore I'd never teach Jim Carter again. Brian, there's a 22-year-old Mongolian heiress who's being held captive in a mountain fortress that happens to have a pommel horse in it. There's no other way. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Ready to invest? Why are you still wearing that unitard? Can't get it off because my hog's too big. Well, here, let me help you get it off. No, 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 no. I pooped. I pooped. Come on, there's got to be a way we can work this out. Jim Music! Oh no, he knows Jim Cotta. There is no defense. Everyone run for safety over by those uneven bars. Bad idea, buddy. Do you know that the version of Life is a Highway that's in the movie Cars is different than the vert one that they played? Oh this one, God, the one they always played on the radio? It's done by the same guy, same band, but you know Rascal Flats. But it, 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 it just—it's different. Like it, the tone is different on it. It's more—I know—it's less poppy. If that makes sense. I mean, if I was—you know—if I—if I knew like studio terms and all that shit, then I could give you a better—you know—description. But I can't. So, anyway, um, <laughs> all right, dude. We need to end this. We got a lot of more shows to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, is it Rascal Flats? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I think someone else might have, uh, has done that song as well, but well, the Rascal Flats is the one that's off of Cars. Uh, so the original one could be done by someone else. Is that what you're Tom saying? Tom Cochran. Okay, maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah, Tom Cochran is the one that did the original. Hmm. Okay, that well, I guess that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It's weird. The voices sounded the same. Well, the one in Cars is I, I like it better because, like I said, it doesn't have that 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 contemporary pop sound to it. <laughs> it's more. No. It's more slowed down. It like fits with the it actually fits with the movie. Love the sounds of those cars. 
I think that's uh, Tom Cochran in one of the cars. I see Mater. There's Tom Mater. Yeah, he's got similar. He's kind of got a similar voice to yeah, Tom. (coughs) Either way, I don't care for the song. Yeah, I, the, the, so I, yeah, I, I don't, I never listen to it either. I just, but when you're watching that movie, if it, it, it totally goes with it, it's kind of weird that way, huh? Mm. All right, so uh, let's say good night. Good night. Good night.